Welcome to the Best of the Left podcast, with clips today from The Majority Report, The Young Turks, Rachel Maddow, and Counterspin. Elizabeth Dole, who is head of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, uh, has uh, been sending out a, a a plea to Republicans to support the Republican agenda. And uh, it's it's a wonderful insight into how the Republicans hope to hold on to their power in 06 and also as to how bereft they are of ideas and uh, how they embrace corruption. Now, this is coming from uh, Josh Marshall at TalkingPointsMemo.com. Uh, Dole, in her pitch, writes, quote, if Democrats take control of the Senate in 06, they will cancel the Bush tax cuts. Now, presumably, she sent this to a bunch of people, not just the people who make $10 million a year and are actually going to benefit from the Bush tax cuts. But uh, she didn't specify there, but I'll, I'll Maybe assume. Maybe she didn't, though. Why, why would she? Well, that's my She point. must know her audience, right? Yes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little bit ironic. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Uh, they will cancel the Bush tax cuts, allow liberal activist judges to run our courts, and undermine all Republican efforts to win the war on terror. Jeez, buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. She's a hack comedian. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It gets worse, though. Even worse. Now, here you know. Okay, this is uh, actually Josh Marshall. She writes, even worse. And then Marshall sort of primes the point, uh, saying, now you you know it's got to be bad uh, because, you know, things would be pretty bad for America if they lost the war on terror, you know, if Democrats got in control. But she continues, even worse, they will call for endless congressional investigations and possibly call for the impeachment of President Bush. Oh, my God, Pavlov's dopes, get your email hate mail ready. Now, this is interesting. Not only is she saying, God forbid the uh, Democrats get in and provide some oversight for a president who has issued warrantless spying on Americans, both uh, definitively uh, in terms of wiretapping, but there's every reason to believe, particularly uh, this case coming out of Oregon, and if we take uh, um, Alberto Gonzalez, the torture czar, and Attorney General's uh, words at face, that there are other warrantless spying going on in breach of FISA, in breach of the Constitution. But also, we now know that George Bush has been writing signing statements that even uh, uh, Arlen Specter said yesterday, uh, it, it seems as if we may not have a Congress soon. I, so, would that be so uh, a, a direct attack? Well, I mean, it would be insofar as, I mean, as bad as... I mean, right guess, now, they're just a support system for this type of corruption. I mean, I guess, the, but that's the point. I mean, at this point, we barely have one anyways, in name only. And uh, you've got, uh, I guess, our inspectors either saying that we're going to continue to have one only in name, or it may as well be abolished uh, based upon George Bush's signing statements, which have negated congressional statute. And so, God forbid, this is the only thing they have to run on now, this notion. It's, it's even worse then losing the war on terror would be the notion that the Senate does its job or the Congress does its job in providing oversight for an executive branch run amok. Even worse. But she is being honest. I mean, that really is what the Republicans stand for, is well, it not? She is actually have. being true to form. Exactly. And that's just the point, folks, uh, that 
as far as a Republican is concerned. What are you looking at? Even I'm not looking at anything. Oh, as I'm looking at this paper. As far as a Republican is concerned, what is most important to this country, even worse than losing the war on terror, is the notion that they would not have fealty to the uber Republican leader George Bush. I mean, this, frankly, I think Harry Reid should turn around and take this exact document and send it out, send it back to Republicans with a highlight, maybe a little italicized and bold, and send it to Democrats and into into independents. Because nothing could be more indicative of uh, the the Republican ideology, as bereft as it is, than this document here, which shows that the only thing they have to run on is that we must maintain the lack of oversight on this administration. It's like a movie trailer. More terrifying than liberal activist judges in a world. (laughs) Now, on top of that, we have to have uh, regular Americans now question Donald Rumsfeld, which no senator has dared to ask this man. And, and of course, the the Democrats don't have the ability to call this guy... uh, to the Senate uh, to testify. Uh, listen to this audio clip. This took place today. Uh, I guess it was Ray McGovern, a CIA vet, 27 years, now retired. Uh, Rumsfeld had a speech in Atlanta. This is the question that Ray McGovern posed to him. He was in the audience. Why did you lie to get us into a war that was not necessary and that has caused these kinds of casualties? Why? Well, first of all, I, I haven't lied. I did not lie then. Rumsfeld. Well, some of the audience fell. I know, but... Colin Powell didn't lie. He spent weeks and weeks with the Central Intelligence Agency people and prepared a presentation... Colin Powell's assistant had said that that presentation was the worst day of his life because of the lies. And he presented that to the United Nations. The president spent weeks and weeks with the Central Intelligence people. And he went to the American people and made a presentation. I'm not in the intelligence business. They gave the world their honest opinion. It appears that there were not weapons of mass destruction. We know where they are. They're in Detroit. I did not. I said I knew where suspect sites were, and we were just... You said you knew where they were, near Tikrit, near Baghdad, and northeast, south, and west of there. Those are your words. My words... My words were that... No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let them stay one second. They tried to take him out of the room at this point. This is America, huh? Yeah. 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 You're getting plenty of play, sir. I just like an honest answer. I'm giving it to you. We're talking about lies and your your allegation that there was bulletproof evidence of ties between Al Qaeda and Iraq. Was that a lie? Zar- or were you misled? Zarqawi was in Baghdad during the pre-war period. That is a fact. Pre-war. Zarqawi, he was in the north of Iraq in a place where Saddam Hussein had no rule. He That's was where also, he was. He was also in Baghdad. Yeah, when he needed to go to the hospital. Come on, these people aren't idiots. They know the story. All right, now, now on top of this, there's a couple of things here. First off, I'm looking at a transcript from this week on uh, George Stephanopoulos' show on ABC. Secretary Rumsfeld says, uh, not at all. If you think, let me take that, both pieces. The area in the south and the west and the north that coalition forces control is substantial. It happens not to be the area where weapons of mass destruction were dispersed. 
We know where they are. They're in and around Tikrit and Baghdad and east and west, south and north somewhat. Well, that turned out to be a patent lie. In addition, in addition to the uh, piece in uh, MSNBC in uh, uh, 2003, uh, this coming out of uh, the Australia Age, I just read the story the other day, uh, a guy named Mike Schuer, who was the former U.S. spy, 22-year vet of the CIA, uh, said, told Four Corners in an Australian program that during 2002, the Bush administration received detailed intelligence about Zarqawi's training camp in Iraqi Kurdistan. He claims that a July 2000 plan to destroy the camp lapsed because it was more important not to give the Europeans the impression we are gunslingers. Mr. Bush had Zarqawi in his sights almost every day for a year before the invasion of Iraq. He didn't shoot because they were whining and dining the French in an effort to get them assistant in the invasion of Iraq. Almost every day we sent a package to the White House that had overhead imagery of the house he was staying in. It was a terrorist camp experimenting with ricin and anthrax. Any collateral damage there would have been terrorists. But the Bush administration wanted their war. 19 miles Soldiers, load up your guns and uh, Ray McGovern, a CIA analyst, was Ray on our show? I think Larry Johnson no, no, was. No, Ray, Ray McGovern was on our show. Yeah, Ray was on our show. Uh, he uh, took on the uh, Secretary of Defense. Two studios ago. <laughs> Two studios ago, right, indeed. Uh, fascinating. Two studios ago. Hmm? His last studio. No, he was back at the old, old, last studio, old building. I mean, before we rearranged the set. Oh, right, of right, course. Yeah. Sure. Now, let's watch this, and then afterwards, we're going to read you a delicious little quote from Secretary Rumsfeld uh, earlier in life. Uh, let's roll it, Jesus. To get us into a war that was not necessary and that has caused these kinds of casualties. That's Ray Why? McGovern. Well, first of all, I, I haven't lied. I did not lie then. <laughs> what is this, in front of Rumsfeld's family? What a Republican crowd, please. Colin Powell didn't lie. He spent weeks and weeks with the Central Intelligence Agency people and prepared a presentation that I know he believed was accurate. And he presented that to the United Nations. The president spent weeks and weeks with the Central Intelligence people. Oh, please. And he went to the American people and made a presentation. I'm not in the intelligence business. Oh, please. They gave the world their honest opinion. It appears that there were not weapons of mass destruction. It appears. You said you knew where they were. I did not. I said I knew where suspect sites were, and you we said, were just... You said you knew where they were, near Tikrit, near Baghdad, and northeast, south, and west of there. Those are your words. My words, my words were that... No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let him stay one second. Just a second. Then throw him out. Yeah. I love Ray McGovern. He's like, that's America, huh? <laughs> As they're trying to throw him out. Plenty of play, sir. I just like an honest answer. I'm giving it to you. We're talking about lies and your your allegation that there was bulletproof evidence of ties between Al Qaeda and Iraq. Was that a lie? Zar or were you misled? Zarqawi was in Baghdad during the pre-war period. That is a fact. Oh God! 
hate these guys. Zarqawi, he was in the north of Iraq in a place where Saddam Hussein had no rule. He That's where also, he was. He was also in Baghdad. Yeah, when he needed to go to the hospital. Come on, these people aren't idiots. They yes. know the story. You are... Let, let, me, let me give you an example. It's easy for you to make a charge. Um, but why do you think that the men and women in uniform, every day when they came out of Kuwait and went into Iraq, put on chemical weapon protective suits? Because they liked the, uh, the style? They honestly <laughs> believed that there were. They believed it because you said it. Saddam Hussein. Had Why used wouldn't they believe their Secretary of Defense? You previously, clown. he'd used them on his neighbor, the Iranians, and they believed he had those weapons. We believed he had those weapons. That's what we call a non sequitur. It doesn't matter what the troops right. believe. Think, it matters think, what you believe. I think, Mr. Secretary, the debate is over. We have other questions. Okay. Courtesy to the your audience. Enough to say. I guess there. over here. Good grief. Good grief. It's a hard act to follow. You've forgotten no, your question. Mr. Secretary, as a man much younger than you, uh... everybody is. <laughs> I've followed your career and, and your passion for life and your positive oh. outlook and your ability to deal Back with on message. situations like the one over there are more than impressive. But... <laughs> More than impressive. Who was the guy asking the really hard question again? Ray McGovern, McGovern, former CIA analyst. He worked with the CIA for 27 years, and he's earned the right to ask some questions. And, of course, they were getting ready to remove him when Rumsfeld was like, whoa, 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 let's let him finish answering, asking that question, then we'll remove him afterwards when the cameras are out of here. What are you doing? You're going to ruin our PR effort. I'll, I'll pretend to answer him honestly while he's on camera. When we had Ray McGovern on the show, and, 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 and I don't think I'm wrong if I'm remembering it this way, he had nothing but praise for Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray McGovern is almost, I mean, I don't know now, Ray McGovern was probably a Republican. I have no idea what his political affiliation is. But he was a dedicated public servant and uh, intelligence officer who served any number of administrations. Uh, uh, and obviously takes umbrage, takes significant exception to the lies told by this administration. And Don Rumsfeld was not able to answer those questions in any satisfactory way. I, for one, uh, as someone much younger than Don Rumsfeld, was not impressed by the ease with which he handled situations like that. Morning yearning with her. Morning yearning. Morning, yearning. Second story on the front page today is praise for former CIA analyst Ray McGovern. Donald Rumsfeld gave a speech in Atlanta yesterday. Uh, he was heckled and questioned a number of times. The mother of a soldier killed in Iraq asked Rumsfeld some very pointed questions about making sure the troops had the best protective equipment in Iraq. There was someone standing with his back to Donald Rumsfeld right in the middle of the auditorium for most of the speech. It was a dramatic day outside the bubble in good old Atlanta for Donald Rumsfeld. And then in the Q&A, in the questions period, uh, Former CIA analyst, 27-year CIA veteran Ray McGovern, rose, was handed the microphone, and earned my eternal admiration. Here's what Ray McGovern said. And so I would like to, to ask you to be upfront with the American people. Why did you lie to get us into a war that was not necessary and that has caused these kinds of casualties? Why? 
Well, first of all, I, I haven't lied. I did not lie then. Ooh, he says he didn't lie. Tell us how you didn't lie, Donald. Tell us how you didn't lie, Donald Rumsfeld. Tell us. Colin Powell huh? didn't lie. What about you? He spent weeks and weeks with the Central Intelligence Agency people and prepared a presentation that I know he believed was accurate. He believed that what he said was accurate. No, this wasn't a question about Colin Powell. Anyway, Rumsfeld goes on to talk about Colin Powell and how also the president didn't tell lies either. But Ray McGovern was a hero yesterday. He knows his facts, and he does not let Rumsfeld off the hook. Check this out. It appears that there were not weapons of mass destruction there. You said you knew where they were. I did not. I said I knew where suspect sites were, and you we said, were just... You said you knew where they were, near Tikrit, near Baghdad, and northeast, south, and west of there. Those are your words. My words, my words were that... Your words, Mr. Rumsfeld, are exactly what Ray McGovern says they were. You didn't say you knew where suspect sites were. He's quoting you directly. You said you knew where the weapons of mass destruction were. The area where uh, weapons of mass destruction were, were dispersed. We know where they are. They're in the area around uh, Tikrit and Baghdad and, and uh, east, west, south, and north somewhat. That was Donald Rumsfeld, ABC, March 30th, 2003. Do you want it in context so you know I'm not mischaracterizing that and taking it out of context? The area in the south and the west and the north that coalition forces control is, is substantial. It is, happens not to be the area where uh, weapons of mass destruction were, were dispersed. We know where they are. They're in the area around uh, Tikrit and Baghdad right? and, and okay. uh, east, west, south, and north somewhat. So Ray McGovern confronts Donald Rumsfeld with those words, and Rummy just shucks and jives. I didn't say that. You know, Donald, you did. Ray McGovern, remember, was a CIA analyst for 27 years. He's been speaking out against the war for, for more than a year now. I've interviewed him. He knows his stuff. The thing that's most impressive to me here about him is how fearless he is in the face of Rumsfeld trying to shoot him down. He knows he knows his stuff. Rumsfeld cannot shake him. Check out this exchange where Rumsfeld's reduced to trying to argue that there was a connection between Iraq and al-Qaeda. Then listen to what McGovern says coming back to him with the facts. I just like an honest answer. I'm giving it to you. We're talking about lies and your, your allegation that there was bulletproof evidence of ties between al-Qaeda and Iraq. Was that a lie Zar or were you misled? Zarqawi was in Baghdad during the pre-war period. There was a connection. That is a fact. Ah. Zarqawi? He was in the north of Iraq in a place where Saddam Hussein had no rule. He That's was where also, he was. He was also in Baghdad. Yeah, when he needed to go to the hospital. Come on, these people aren't idiots. They yes. know the story. Ray McGovern absolutely reducing Rumsfeld to bumbling. The last thing Rumsfeld says before the moderator shuts him up is to point at the soldiers in the front row and try to foist it on them. It's easy for you to make a charge, um, but why do you think that the men and women in uniform, every day when they came out of Kuwait and went into Iraq, put on chemical weapon protective suits because they liked the, uh, the style? They honestly believed that there were chemical weapons. Because you told them they were there, Donald. Ray McGovern gets the Hero of the Day word here on The Rachel Maddow Show. On May 
fourth in Atlanta, something unusual happened. Donald Rumsfeld was asked a few tough questions. But it wasn't a reporter who was doing the asking. During a Q&A session, retired CIA analyst Ray McGovern asked Rumsfeld why he had claimed early in the Iraq War that he knew precisely where Iraq's weapons of mass destruction were, and that there was bulletproof evidence linking Iraq to al-Qaeda. Rumsfeld initially denied making the WMD claim, but when McGovern quoted Rumsfeld's own words, it was, shall we say, an awkward moment. That was followed by another when Rumsfeld stammered over the phantom al-Qaeda Iraq links question. It should have been an embarrassing moment for journalists, too. But rather than taking a lesson from McGovern's tough questions, many journalists tried to marginalize him and obscure the importance of the moment. Indeed, many television journalists lumped McGovern, who was called on to ask a question, in with the hecklers who were also present. CNN's Soledad O'Brien said Rumsfeld, quote, was heckled by opponents of the war in Iraq. Among them was Ray McGovern, a former CIA analyst, who asked him about previous claims weapons of mass destruction were in Iraq, close quote. CBS anchor Bob Schieffer announced that Rumsfeld, quote, ran head-on into hecklers that included a former CIA analyst, close quote. CBS reporter David Martin said that McGovern, quote, waited his turn to ask a question and then went for Rumsfeld's throat. Close quote. Marginalizing McGovern was a media pattern with few exceptions. The fact that he was right and Rumsfeld was wrong was often overlooked. But was McGovern really going for Rumsfeld's throat, or was it that he was simply doing the job that journalists should have been doing these past years, and perhaps they forgot what it looked like? Let's go to another clip here. We're having fun. Lou Dobbs, actually, uh, coming through uh, and uh, speaking some truth on CNN. That doesn't happen often, but... Uh, no, Lou, look, I think Lou Dobbs is... Uh, 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 the, the, the attacks of, by the left on Lou Dobbs are unwarranted in the sense that he's not consistent. I mean, mm-hmm. many times he does great things, and then sometimes he makes no sense at all. And he's certainly on the other side of immigration, but as we've said 150 times, I don't even know what the other side of immigration is. I mean... There's an immigration problem. It cuts right, left. We hear it on the show of Democrats, liberals calling in with grave concerns about immigration. It's a complicated issue that bisects party lines. Did you say uh, that it's uh, that issue is bisexual? I did. It, it, God, the word bisex. Huh. Put a couple of thoughts. Wow, I never thought there. about the word bisex. All right. Now, after we played the Lou Dobbs clips of Lou Dobbs doing the right thing, Hayes is going to come on and tell you why he hates him. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One thing about Rumsfeld is he is loath to admit that he was wrong sorry, about Jerry, anything. Stop it for a second. Yeah, you gotta set this up. I'm sorry. This is Jamie McIntyre, reporter for CNN. He's the Pentagon correspondent for CNN. And uh, they're talking about the Rumsfeld thing, that, uh, uh, interaction that we shared with you yesterday, where Rumsfeld said, "Well, I never said that we I knew where the weapons of mass destruction were." And then Ray McGovern said, "But you said former CIA analyst Ray McGovern said you said we know where they are." That's a direct quote. And so he lied about that, and he lied about Zarqawi. Now McIntyre and Dobbs are having a debate back and forth on whether that was an actual lie or not. McIntyre is playing the role of the neutral journalist. When confronted with an obvious lie, has to somehow justify it anyway in order to pretend to be neutral. And Dobbs is like, I've had enough of this. So you hear McIntyre first and then Dobbs. One thing about Rumsfeld is he is loath to admit that he was wrong about anything, and this is another case where he was uh, not only going to uh, insist that he didn't lie, but he wouldn't even admit that the quote he gave at the time turned out to be incorrect. Lou? 
So Ray McDonald, in point of fact, uh, uh, pointed him out. Uh, pointed, uh, I'm sorry, Ray uh, McGovern, McGovern right. pointed out successfully to the, uh, the defense secretary that he did, in fact, lie. Well. Lying means intentionally deceiving. Uh, you can certainly say something that turns out later to be inaccurate, and it may not have been an intentional lie. Uh, but the interesting thing about Rumsfeld is he, he rarely even concedes that anything he said uh, has turned out to be incorrect. <laughs> well, technically, a lie is. <laughs> Let's play clip number two where Lou Dobbs basically says, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, let me let me ask you if he intentionally meant to say this or not, because I noticed uh, as uh, the defense secretary was speaking today, he said, quote, I am not in the intelligence business. Well, he is technically a consumer of intelligence. Uh, but Technically a, big a consumer, Jamie. He has the preponderance of the budget for intelligence in this country. Well, there is a big debate about the Pentagon's own intelligence shop and to the extent that they e either analyzed existing intelligence or went out looking for their own intelligence. Uh, but again, Rumsfeld's a difficult guy to pin down today. Well, I'm going to pin this down. Okay. <laughs> when the Secretary of Defense says he is not in the intelligence business, uh, that's, a, that's absolutely wrong. Well, well, technically, he's one of the consumers of intelligence. He's supposed Excuse to be me, is he in charge of the Defense uh, Intelligence Agency. He is. And as that agency is supposed to serve him by providing him with intelligence oh. that he can act on. Okay. Uh, okay, I, I think I understand the distinction, Jamie, but uh, it's one that I don't think is, is much of a, a difference, if you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's a, it's a shame that you can't sort of yell at your colleagues. Because <laughs> well, what Ludas wanted to say was, you know, Jamie, give me a fucking break. <laughs> enough, Jamie. Yeah, okay, enough. enough. Okay. Yeah. Technically, yes. He, yeah, but, 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 I'm neutral. Also, also what's with, uh, you know, what's with consumer of intelligence? <laughs> All right, that kind of way of talking is let, let me explain something here. It needs to be clarified. And God bless Lou Dobbs for picking up on this. We actually meant to talk about this. You know, we went on and on about that yesterday. And I think it was, and I think we were helpful in in explaining all the lies that Rumsfeld had. I had it in my notes, but we didn't get a chance to do this. And I'm glad uh, Dobbs uh, pointed it out. Uh, but he didn't give the number. Don Rumsfeld is responsible for 85% of the intelligence budget of the United States of America. The, defense, the, the, the Secretary of Defense, the Defense Department, controls between 80 and 85% of the full, more than four-fifths of the intelligence so, budget. Not the CIA, never has been, or not recently. The I, look, DI, the, 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 it, it is a stunning number. So, Jamie McIntyre, I know you've been fed this, you know, mantra, be neutral, be neutral, be neutral, be neutral, which means, you know, no matter how much they're lying, pretend they're not lying, right? Because you can't say that because then you won't seem neutral, you won't seem like you're playing it down the middle. But I I've had enough, okay? And what you're saying doesn't make any sense. Take your head out of your ass. Consumer of intelligence? What does that mean, consumer of intelligence? The man controls 85% of the intelligence bu uh, budget, and he says right there in front of everybody on national TV, Oh, I don't have anything to do with intelligence. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's intelligence? I ain't got nothing to do with intelligence. Hey, uh, Come on, Jamie, if you can't call that a lie, what can you call a lie? Jamie McIntyre? Jenk has had enough of you. Okay? <laughs> You've been warned. Nassim, I was listening to that sound clip of uh, Don Rumsfeld lying to a crowd in Atlanta, as Justin told me. 
And what struck me most about that audio clip is not just the the lies and the uh, deception, the contemptuousness uh, for the idea of the truth, for respect for the lives lost because of his lies. But what is sicker still is the symbiotic relationship, the dance that the people clapping for Rumsfeld and uh, treating, is it Ray McGovern you said was the one who asked that question? Yeah. So he's not just a citizen. This man knows what he's talking about. He's a citizen who also happens to know what he's talking about. He's been on Democracy Now! on Pacifica Radio many, many times before the illegal invasion and since the illegal invasion and occupation of Iraq, trying to educate the public. So Ray McGovern, as Don Rumsfeld well knows, knows Don Rumsfeld is lying. Now, Don Rumsfeld's sickness is is uh, 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 an old tale of of the powerful and the corrupt. He can't beat. He can't help it. What makes me more, um, I don't know if it's chagrin, sad, sick to my stomach, is the people clapping for him, supporting Rumsfeld, and actually denouncing the ex-CIA FBI guy who is who is being a good citizen and trying to educate his fellow citizens. And he right. even gives them the benefit of saying these people are not stupid. He knows they are. He knows that they're not. They're worse than stupid. Right. They're cruel and they are hypocritical and they are the type of 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 ass that <laughs> likes Don Rumsfeld's douchebaggery. You know what I mean? Like they they sit there and they will also be the first type of Republicans to stand up and say they hate us for our freedom. Well, no, you seem to hate us for our freedom. That's right. You people seem to hate the concept of America, the American creed, the Bill of Rights, whatever, you know, the lip service those things pay to enlightenment values and plurality and internationalism and all men and women created equal, et cetera, et cetera. There is a type of conservative. It, it, it is the, the I don't know why I'm using the word conservative, a type of person who supports Don Rumsfeld's lies, who supports the curbing of civil liberties, who supports the incursion into other nations, who supports treating uh, other people outside of the God bless America only zone uh, as infants. Now, today I'm listening to a number of statements that are made that are on par with the ridiculous rhetoric coming out of Don Rumsfeld's mouth. Now, he's like O.J. Simpson. He may very well believe he's innocent at this point, Don Rumsfeld. He may he may live in that type of a world, right, where you have a narcissistic disorder, where there's something very, very wrong with you. And if you were to allow yourself to know yourself, you couldn't get out of bed in the morning and get on that golf cart. Retired CIA analyst uh, Ray McGovern nailed Donald Rumsfeld yesterday during the question and answer session after a Rumsfeld speech in Atlanta. After asking Rumsfeld why he said he knew that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq when there weren't, uh, Rumsfeld tried to deflect blame for the whole weapons thing from tried to deflect blame from himself onto U.S. troops. It's easy for you to make a charge. Um, but why do you think that the men and women in uniform Every day when they came out of Kuwait and went into Iraq, put on chemical weapon protective suits because they liked the, uh, the style. <laughs> they honestly believed that there were chemical weapons. Ray McGovern was booked on CNN with Palazan just hours after his exchange with Donald Rumsfeld, uh, whereupon uh, he made the obvious response to that 
inane assertion from the Secretary of Defense. And when he uh, used that wonderful non sequitur by looking at the uniformed personnel in the front row and saying, well, they went in with protective gear. They certainly thought there were weapons of mass destruction there. Well, my goodness, of course they did, because you, Donald Rumsfeld, told them that they were there. This is the month of people looking the Bush administration in the face, literally looking into their faces and being dignified and right and really brave and setting the record straight. From Harry Taylor, remember Harry Taylor with George W. Bush, to Stephen Colbert at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, to the mom of the U.S. soldier who was killed in Iraq who challenged Donald Rumsfeld yesterday about protecting the soldiers in Iraq, to Ray McGovern yesterday. This is the month of people confronting the Bush administration face-to-face. Take heart from the bravery of your fellow citizens. Second part of the grotesque lie of Donald Rumsfeld. He says, well, I never, weapons of mass, I never said I knew where they were. Let's go to the tape. Mr. Stephanopoulos, this is on uh, ABC This Week. Uh, Ask Donald Rumsfeld, uh, by the way, the program's name is This Week. It was not This Week that this happened. And the man's name is Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. (laughs) Why? You said Donald Rumsfeld. (laughs) Donald Rumsfeld. Okay, apparently that's what it sounds like as I say that, because it's the second time you guys have said that. Okay, Rumsfeld. Uh, that's not right either. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was fine. <laughs> Just go on. All right, George Stephanopoulos asks him, finally, this is a little bit after the invasion of Iraq. It's, we're still in 2003. Finally, weapons of mass destruction. Key goal of the military campaign is finding those weapons of mass destruction. None have been found yet. There was a raid on uh, Ansar al-Islam camp in the north last night. A lot of the people expended, uh, expected to find rice in there. None was found. How big of a oh, problem? R- rice in the, uh, the, the chemical agent. Yes. Not rice. Rice. None was found. How big of a problem is that? And is it curious that, uh, you, that given how much control U.S. and coalition forces now have in the country, they haven't found any weapons of mass destruction? Secretary of Defense Don Rumsfeld says, not at all. If you think, let me take that both pieces, the area in the south and the west and the north that coalition forces control is substantial. It happens not to be the area where the weapons of mass destruction were dispersed. We know where they are. They are in the area around Tikrit and Baghdad and east, west, south, and north somewhat. First of all, that's a hilarious quote. That's a ridiculous quote, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like that uh, quote in the uh, wonderful uh, uh, Michael Moore movie, uh, Roger and Me, which had me rolling in the aisles when the poor guy in Flint wants to says he donates his blood uh, to get money. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, but I can only do it on, on Mondays and Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They, they are in and around the area around Tikrit and Baghdad and... East, west, (laughs) south, and north, somewhat. (laughs) Thanks. That's great. That's great. Well, we'll go pick it up right away then. Yeah, but you can use that. I mean, he can use that quote now and be like, see, I didn't know what I was talking about. There was, it was all like an estimate. Yeah, but also, you know, what it means is that you couldn't. But yet at that time, he was so sure. What that means is you couldn't swing a dead Sunni around without hitting weapons of mass destruction. Let me give you the, the money quote right there one more time. In 2003, after we've already launched the invasion of uh, Iraq, uh, the attack on Iraq, now, Don Rumsfeld, you just heard him say today, oh, I never said we knew where the weapons of mass destruction were. 
quote, we know where they are. Uh, okay, let me, I don't know if I can make it any clearer. He said, we know where they are. How is that not a lie? I mean, again, not just we're not. I'm not talking about like catching somebody lying on the witness stand to impeach his testimony. This is a lie that brought us into war. This is a lie that's killed 2,600 Americans. This is a lie that's killed at least 40,000 Iraqi civilians. It, it is. It, there are no longer. There are no words for it anymore. We know where they are. That's your Secretary of Defense. Well, then, Don, where the fuck are they? This is Jake Uger from the Young Turks on Best of the Left podcast. If you like what you hear, please go to our website, theyoungturks.com, where you can watch the show every day from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also participate in discussion forums or live chat with Young Turks fans. And you can support liberal political programming by becoming a TYT member or by purchasing Young Turks merchandise. All that at theyoungturks.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now, since this show is a little bit shorter than uh, than most of my shows, I thought I would take this opportunity to do a couple of things that I don't usually do. The first is respond to the content of this show. And I'd just like to say that, um, I mean, of course, there's lots of egregious stuff that, that went on, you know, all obviously all of it focusing around uh, that exchange between Rumsfeld and the other guy whose name escapes me at this moment because I didn't just listen to the show like you all just did. But um, it makes me like physically ill when I hear those people clapping. You know, Rumsfeld gets up there and he lies right to their face and they clap. And uh, I mean, it's... You know, those are those are the people that are never going to be swayed. You know, no matter what kind of evidence is presented to them, they're they're on board with Team Republican, and nothing their boy ever does will ever be wrong. And and those people just just I mean, like I, I get a little queasy, so I, I thought I would just share that with you. But also, the other thing that I'd like to do is uh, that I don't normally do is um, talk just for a minute again about um, about that that I, I've mentioned before he's a listener he's a soldier in Iraq um, and I mentioned his website before it's godless kinzer k-i-n-s-e-r dot com I just mentioned that he's got a blog and a podcast and you should check him out because he looks interesting and I had read one of his posts and uh, you know he's obviously you know a well-read guy you know very well spoken um and had some interesting things to say since then i actually listened to his podcast and he's got uh, as of this moment i believe he's got seven episodes up and i listened to all of them in one day and i just want to say that i fully endorse you going to check that out. Uh, so the the website is godlesskinzer.com, but the name of the podcast is Watch It Burn. And, um, it, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, a little bit at a loss for words. I, I don't know exactly what to say about it other than really 
check it out. I mean, the, the shows are right around 20 minutes each and he only does once, you know, one, once a week. Yeah, that's right. And, um, and they're great. So, you know, it, it, it's easy to fit into your schedule. And, and I, um, I just, I fully endorse checking them out. So, uh, well, that was it, but, uh, just a little bit out of the ordinary for me. So I hope that was, uh, exciting. All right. That was it. Uh, contact me, hippie sympathizer at gmail.com. Visit the website, best of the left podcast.com and, uh, find out all the ways that you can, uh, you know, contact me and, and, you know, send me all your kind comments or unkind, you know, um, if you've been listening for a really long time, and by a really long time, I mean like a couple of months, because I've only been doing this for a couple of months, um, but it feels like a freaking year because I do one every day. Um, but if you've been listening for what I consider to be a really long time, then you may have heard me ask uh, a long time ago for some hate mail, because I was hoping that I'd have some Republican listeners, and I said, you know, maybe what you hear on the show, you know, you get mad at what you hear, but then you don't take your anger out on me because I'm not the one who said it. But at the time, and now again, I'll say that I take full responsibility for what's on the show because I'm the editor. And so I, you know, believe in the things that are being said, you know, almost all of them anyways. But at the very least, I take responsibility for what goes on the show. So feel free to take out your anger on me. So anyways, a long time ago, I asked for some hate mail, and I never got any. Even, you know, these couple of months later, still no hate mail. So, um, you know, kind thoughts, unkind thoughts, whatever you got, send it along. And uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Have a good one.